This is a Therapy for Dads podcast. I'm your host. My name is Travis. I'm a therapist, a dad, a husband. Here at Therapy for Dads, we're reclaiming the narrative of fatherhood, one story at a time. You can follow the journey on Instagram at Therapy for Dads and our website, www.therapyfordads.com. Welcome. So something kind of interesting uh, to calling back to something that I think you mentioned, like enjoying like little moments and stuff like that, and enjoying mm. you know enjoying these moments in the in the in the hard times yeah. and and stuff like that. Yeah. With with my daughter having all these sleep issues in the past couple months, it's like I'm well rested enough that it's not an emergency anymore to mm. to lose sleep. I mean, I wake up totally cramped up because I was sleeping in. <laughs> <laughs> child size bed sharing it with a toddler um but like i'll be completely grumpy and just like i can't believe i'm up at 3 a.m like putting her back to bed mm. i'm gonna fall asleep in here and and you know she wants to be held and stuff like that and then i have the thought like i'm not gonna ha- i'm not gonna have this forever mm. you know it's you know this this is a limited supply like i'm not gonna yeah. be you know cuddling my daughter to sleep for the rest mm. of my life it's this is gonna this is not gonna last very long at all <laughs> hopefully maybe a month or two and then it's over but then like yeah. you know trying to have the presence of mind to make memories out of those moments and mm. you know, kind of cherish those moments and be like these are you know pure parenthood moments these are pure dad moments right here that i'm you know, I'm never going to get back and I'm not going to remember the sleeplessness as much as I'm going to remember, you know, how important this is. So, yeah, that's, um, I I definitely relate to that and resonate with, um, again, my youngest was going through this season of a similar thing where he want me to pick him up more. And I'm like, no, you need to sleep. You need to sleep. And he would say, hodo, hodo, hodo. Cause trying to say, hold me. Yeah. Yeah. He said, hodo, hodo, hodo. And there's uh, sometimes like, no, it's, I picked you up like just time to sleep, you know? And, and, and then I, I had a transitional moment of like, yeah, he's not going to want this eventually. Mm-hmm. And then I shifted and I started enjoying it. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to choose to enjoy it versus choose to be frustrated that he's not sleeping. Um, I'm going to choose to enjoy this because I know that eventually he's not going to ask me to, to hodo him, to right. hold him. Yeah. And, and he would just, and you know, as soon as I hold him, he would just nuzzle up and I'm like, wow, like what a sweet, mm-hmm. what a sweet moment to like, I could just stay frustrated that he's not sleeping. And there was, I had moments like that, you know, yeah. for sure. Uh, of like, I just want, I want to sleep and ready to go. And then I want to sit down. I want to have my dinner, you know, whatever it is. But it's amazing when you shift that, that, that perspective of just the different emotions that come and, and the mental calming and, and really enjoying being present. You were kind of saying that and alluding to being present to the moment and saying, yeah, this is not going to last. And yeah, because eventually it'll be different. Eventually you'll be 14 and they'll be dealing with something. Eventually 24 won't be living with, you know, it's, it's like a blink. I'm going to want to remember doing the hodo moments and holding him and be like, yeah, it, it's fine. You know, I'm glad I did that and enjoyed it versus just not. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really easy to be miserable when you're tired and yeah. it's, you know, if you have the presence of not of mind to kind of realize that in those moments that those moments are fleeting and there's, there's something really special happening in them. Like that's, that mm. can be really great, but you, yeah. <laughs> it helps if you have, <laughs> you know, at least enough mental fortitude to be yes. able to approach that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, yeah. my firstborn uh, would not sleep unless he was being 
held or touched. Like, okay. uh, and that was, that was really, really rough. And so in the first probably six months to a year, baby was born. I don't remember the actual length of time, but I like my wife needed a break. She just did. She can't hold them all day. Mm. And because yeah. every nap, every like babies sleep so much, but they break it up like into these half hour chunks. Like she needed to mm-hmm. have a couple hours to go get actual sleep too. So I yeah. would hold him at night. Uh, you know, this, my insomnia came, came in handy uh, at this point because I would hold him until basically he wouldn't stay asleep in my arms anymore. And sometimes that would be like three or four o'clock in the morning. I just hold him on the couch mm-hmm. and like watch, you know, like crappy sci-fi movies and stuff like that, like all night long. But like, I have all these memories of mm. like sitting on the couch for hours, holding him and having him be dead asleep in my arms because I'm holding him. The moment I put him down, he wakes up. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah. like being, Same with that. Couldn't put him down. Yeah. But being able to sit there and, and hold my newborn son mm. like for hours every single night was, yeah, was huge for me. Like that, that, that memory yeah. is really, really uh, important to me. Yeah. It's like that. It's that light in the midst of the, the just like traumatic darkness of sleeplessness, yeah. right? It's like, yeah, that's the that's the memory you want to remember. Is yeah, I got to hold them and watch crappy, probably but very exciting <laughs> sci-fi movies. Um, I want. I and, ran out of stuff. I I got to the, the back end of Netflix. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's a dark place. Yeah, yeah. Dark... There's not good content when you get past no ten percent. Like, there's a lot of really <laughs> terrible stuff. <laughs> <laughs> some yeah that's funny it, it, and again that's the, the perspective of uh that perspective of shifting of you can focus on the difficulty which in the moment is really hard right yeah. it's okay. in the moment it is really hard looking back down you're like you know what that was sweet moments i'm gonna remember those and pluck those and that got to hold my newborn son and gosh it really sounds like ours man we couldn't he wouldn't sleep either if we put him down it was like immediately would wake up and start screaming and you know we we could even sit down like sitting mm. We never had it that bad. He would he would let us sit, and he would lay on our chest and no, stuff like that. Couldn't sit. We had to st- we had to stand and nice. bounce. And so, but if we sat and bounced, I don't know if it was like the gravity was different, but he would sense it. No, they. Like, How do you? Yeah. Sense this? I'm like, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, he is now. He's a pretty much a great sleeper. He'll wake up every now and then, but uh, nothing like it was. And I'm really happy for him actually at the end of the day because he's sleeping. Yeah. I mean, there was oh, times I'm like, I'm like, how are you? Like, how are you, how are functioning, you functioning as a human being? Like, how are you functioning? Like, I'm not functioning. How are you? I had numerous conversations with them, usually over tears. You know, what's, you know, and he would just look at me like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Figure it out, dad. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, thanks, dude. I, I'm the I don't first have the person here. who doesn't need to sleep in the history of the world. <laughs> yeah. Deal with yeah. it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it's, you know, to transition a bit, how does Ryan now, you know, how does Ryan take care of his mental health? How does he do self-care? What does it look like for in the season of life, of dad life, of adult life, of man life? What does Ryan do for kind of mental health slash uh, self-care? Yeah, well, I, you know, what we've talked about as far as, you know, my medication and stuff goes is a huge part of it. Uh, what mm-hmm. what I wish I could be better at, you know, is I, I need more time for like physical activity and stuff. Like I'm getting older, I'm mm-hmm. 40. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I need some daily maintenance and you know, mm-hmm. the, the time management side of all this is really hard. It's really difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, so my self-care has been trying to figure out how to get some time to, like, take care of my body a little bit more. And that might just end up being, like, I do one surf 
session um, a week or something like that. But that's it's been really hard for me to figure out the time to do that and stuff. It's like, do I take away work time or do I take away weekend time? And it becomes, mm. you know, you're you're either taking away time from providing for your family or you're taking away time from being with your family. So, mm. you know, in, any new thing, like even if I went to the gym for half an hour, like it feels like I'm losing time that is so valuable on the scales of my life, you know? So mm. that's that's been my struggle that I wish I was, you know, taking care of. Better at? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In that direction. But then like... So, what, so that's been the struggle. What's been a, what's been like a not struggle or like something you've been, you found good at, good rhythm of self-care, mental health, like all that. What do you do well, do you think? Hmm. Right now? I mean, it it really does come down to like managing my sleep issues. Like that has that hmm. made everything better. I know there was a little bit of like a broken record here in this episode, uh, but it, it like that is that has been the source of so many things getting better, like my relationship with my wife, being able to have discussions with her when we have quiet moments to have discussions and stuff and <laughs> being able to be more emotionally and mentally stable and all mm. that. Like it's just been a different game for me, um, mm. you know, the past year or so. Uh, so, mm. you know, that it's hard to think of anything that outweighs that in this moment. Mm. You know, I, I'm yeah. sure I've got, everyone always has stuff to work on. I'm sure I've got plenty more to work on, but in the moment I've, I've been enjoying uh, everything that's come with, you know, personal yeah. revelation. It's not a broken record because what I'm hearing right. is the value of really the value of sleep and how important yeah. it is. And it's funny because often when I, when I first, you know, when I have a client come in and, and I'm getting their history, one thing we assess is sleep, Yeah, you know, and, and it's a lot of research talks and has shown just how important sleep is Yeah, and oh, it's, it's, you know, how people can have anxiety issues or depression issues or all these things. And all of a sudden they start to sleep and a lot of, not, not always, but a lot of times, a lot of it can be corrected and much improved by sleeping. Oh, yeah. um, it, it, you know, I don't want to say it turns down the intensity of everything that you're going through to get sleep, but it really, it like the opposite is true. Losing sleep turns up the intensity of everything that you're going through. And it's just so, oh, yeah. it's so important to rest. Like you're like, I was finding that when I was in those long bouts of, of sleep issues, I, my body wasn't healing. Like I have like a hard mm. shoulder and it, it was just nag at me for months and months and months. Cause I wasn't able to sleep. I wasn't able to heal because my body was just mm -hmm. putting all this energy and just keeping me on my feet instead of, you yeah. know, mending anything that I had going wrong. So I had all these health issues like piling up and stuff like that. And mm. uh, that's like a whole other side of it. Like not even talking about the mental stuff. I mean, mental stuff is huge, but yeah. man, it, it's the physical it's side. Like if, if you, yeah. if you have a, a rough kid, as far as sleeping goes, man, it, it like you earn your gray hair. Like that's just the reality of it. Like when, when you hear like people joke, like, oh, this gray hair came from my kids. That's what they're talking about. They're not talking about like, oh, they jump on the couch sometimes. Like, no, it's, yeah. it's like, going, <laughs> no, it's a real thing. It's like going through war. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. oh, I've gotten, I've gotten quite a bit of gray hair from yeah. the sleeplessness. Absolutely. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a ton of it came in thick. I was like, oh yeah, there, oh, there it is. <laughs> there there's it is. The, there's the badge of honor. Every, every one um, of those hairs is a night of lost sleep. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, it might be. I, I, I'm, I want, you know. I, it would would have been good to like be a before like a like a progressive daily photo of like nope, all, on the sleepless nights like oh there oh there's three more oh there. <laughs> like just to see it kind of spreading mm -hmm. um, and slow down a bit and it's probably because they're sleeping yeah yeah um, so I'm, I'm thinking that number three it'll 
flare up again. Maybe. Um, I mean, you might have an easy one. Like, you know, we, you know, we, yeah, we all know, you know people who have easy kids and they don't know they have. Oh, I do. Kid. I know them. I know plenty. <laughs> and <laughs> I know plenty. <laughs> so <laughs> I know, I know plenty and I'm, I'm. But even if you I, have an I'm, easy kid, like being a parent you know, is not it's hard. easy. Like everything else well, becomes the issue. Even if they, even if they sleep, I'm gonna have a third kid. And I'm like that now we're outnumbered. So I don't, this is a whole yeah. new territory. Like this is the new frontier. I'm like, I don't know what to expect. I still have to figure out how to get three car seats oh, lined up in one yeah. row. Yeah. That's the next thing. I think I have to sell two to get narrow ones because I did, I took the old ruler out they're and I'm so, like, it's not going to fit. They're so big now. They're so bulky and wide. Yeah. They're, it's like, I have to get this because I have to move my youngest into like a, you know, those, what are those called? The um, booster it's not a booster yet. It's like he's two. So he's still oh, reverse. It's like, it's right, the reverse right. that you could then flip around and you could like, yeah, yeah, you know, put the seat up straight. And so it's like a seat now, but like, I can't have those two side by side with the current model because they're too wide. And I'm like, Oh, now I have to sell these. And you could do and, a whole episode with multiple guests on car seats. And it, Oh my gosh. It's like, there's my, I have a huge complaint about car seats. <laughs> Talk about talk, Tell us, tell us. Right. So there's, the par, there's a portion behind it where you're supposed to pass the belt through oh. on the car seat that we have. It is a hundred percent not made for a father to allow to pass his hand through. It's all, it's just big enough for my wife to pass her hand through. Like it's, okay. it's so literally it's like, designed for a woman's arm to pass the belt through. You can't do it if you have a large hand. Okay. That's <laughs> like, okay. what, why did they do that like you like it's just these you know this plastic hole and i see there's like there's an extra inch they could have like made it bigger and they didn't they didn't oh, think man. about it or they like who's gonna install Jeez. this thing what can we do to make it look more attractive we don't want this hole to be too big do we it just has to yeah. be big enough for the belt to pass through and and you know mom's hand to push it through i've i've just lost my mind trying to get that car seat buckle in <laughs> Dude. well especially if you know if you have the kids right you know if you you know you're giving the white oh, you know yeah. it's like, hey, i'm taking the kids and i'm like i can't get this thing in you're trying to get it in and the kids are crawling oh around gosh. the car or they're waiting in the house <sighs> or something like that or worse like running around the car or something like that oh my gosh yeah and you're it's yeah hot yeah, outside you're like, yeah that's a day <laughs> those are those are fun dad days you yeah. know you're trying to do something nice and just or just do anything you're like this is I'm gonna throw this car seat out the out yeah. out the, I, out the car right I now. pushed for oh, us God. to move my son into the booster seat earlier than my mm. wife wanted to. Like she wanted to keep you know him in the full car seat for longer. But okay, being in the full car seat meant that we had two car seats in the back seat that were taking up all the space, and because the toddler was back facing, they were essential. And how bulky they are, like they are basically right next to each other looking at each other in the face and just and just tormenting each other no matter where we drove and so moving him into a booster gave extra space for them to be separated from each other and that was like a huge development <laughs> so here's a natural question here's the just natural question are you, how good are your car are your kids car kids like are they good in the car are they you know They're are they screamers decent. in the car are they okay so we, we just got back from a a, a family uh, cabining trip not camping but we were in it. We were in a cabin. We were up in the okay, woods. Cabining. I like and uh, it's about a nine hour drive to get out to this cabin. The way up there, we left but crack of dawn. Like, bef- like we left. 
I think like at three thirty in the morning. And so we got about four hours under our belt before they started, you know, getting kind of antsy. They woke up and then they were started like, where are we? <laughs> like I need a pee, that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. And then getting up there, the, there was about two more good hours and then it turned into, we have to pull over every half an hour to let them run around because they were losing their mm. mind. For some reason yeah. on the way back after a week of being in the cabin, uh, they were just chill about it. And we mm. drove home middle of the day, nine hours and they fussed a little bit, but they were like, they were on board and they were fine. Mm. So it probably might've been a fluke. I don't know. <laughs> But the, hey, the ride good. home was way better than I thought it was going to be. That's always good. Yeah, our, our kids tend to be good car kids. I have some. So that's the one saving one saving grace when they were little is car kids. I know we can get them in the car and they would. Yeah, they'd pass out. Oh man, like, they were good. So my my first <sighs> my firstborn, it was almost hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like he would be like angry that we were trying to put him down for a nap. We'd put him in the stroller or the car seat, and he knew like this is gonna make me fall asleep. How dare you? Why are you doing this to me? And then we start the engine, and he'd be like raging, and then just be like, oh. <laughs> he couldn't, he couldn't not pass out. Like if he was in a yeah. moving stroller or a moving <laughs> car, like he yep. couldn't be awake. And it was, yeah, it was our retreat. Like we would be like, we're taking you on a nap drive. It's just, let's, yeah. This is going to be our only sanity. Yeah. No, we would do that. We would take like date yeah. nap car drives, just talk. Yeah, totally. We would just sit in it and we would drive for like, you know, an hour just around, yeah. just up and down, you know, like a big loop and it worked. I'm like, why not? At this point, yeah. we're so tired. Well, that's money well spent. <laughs> like you, you go blow 20 bucks in your gas, gas. Tank <laughs> yeah. to get your kid yeah. to sleep. It feels You're worth like, it. I'm good. I feel good. You're like, this is great. I don't, and, and I don't have to rock him because you know, it would, I would, I would be so sore. I mean, for hours of holding it, you'd be so sore and in pain. You're like, you don't realize it. You're like, I'm, you're right. I'm not, not a spring chicken anymore. I blew out my shoulder. Oh my God. From holding your kid. Yeah. No way. And Steve, Steve did the same thing. Steve blew his shoulder too. Uh, what, what it, it was from caring, but also because like I said, my, my firstborn wouldn't sleep without being touched. So I was sleeping every night with him tucked right here and I completely blew out my, my shoulder oh my God. and it took, it took years for it to heal. Like, and Jeez. you know, that, that on top of, you know, all the other issues and stuff. Insomnia and everything. Yeah. Else. yeah. And like I said, like I, I w- it took forever for me to heal from things like, like cuts and bruises and, and sore muscles and stuff took extra long to heal. But uh, unfortunately my daughter wouldn't do the, she wouldn't fall asleep in a stroller. She wouldn't fall asleep in the car. <laughs> She was Dang, fine. So the like she wouldn't opposite problem. She wouldn't throw fits in the car most of the time. Like every kid has yeah. their day, but man, we could like there was nothing. There's nothing you can do to make her fall asleep. She falls asleep when she wants to. We're like being uh, able to like cause our firstborn to go to sleep. It was more of a miracle than we realized at the time. I, yeah, I had this, right. I had this plan because I would take them on long walks in a stroller so my wife could. You know, yep. work with clients and stuff like that. I would go out and walk the neighborhood for like two hours. And the mm-hmm. moment I stopped pushing it, he would wake up. I had yep. <laughs> I had this plan to like put together a device where I could bring the stroller home once he fell asleep and hook the wheels into a device that would like vibrate the whole stroller Just, to make him think yeah. it was still moving. <laughs> No, that was literally that was our first one. Same thing. You stop it, like eyes. Oh. It's just like boop. Like, it's an on and off switch. It's so weird. You're like what? And oh, we would. I remember with red lights, we would be oh, driving, yeah. and this would be like the last 
stinking sleep story, but red lights, you'd be see, oh, and there's like, oh, there's red light, there's red light, there's red light. We got, no, we can't, we can't, we can't hit this red light. He's going to wake up and he's going to scream and then we can't. And so we would like, I would do everything I can to like uh-huh. idle and just still keep moving. You see that the light's like, turning and you're just slow way down. Like, I got to keep it rolling. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I got to move. I can't just, how do I, and then I have the AC on just for like sound, like white, just yeah. anything just to keep it consistent. And I turn it up just like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> and like the car it's like come on green 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 and then oh my gosh it was just it was just constantly it was a game it became fun like and had to make it fun because otherwise i'm gonna go insane but so here's how the, do we hit every green line here's my last sleep story i swear but this, this is a funny <laughs> one we decided to go to to maui for a big family vacation we got the grandparents okay. siblings to go so anyways that all that doesn't matter but uh <laughs> we were on the flight there and we take like a we basically take like a red eye we're like oh surely he'll mm-hmm. sleep during the night he didn't sleep one moment on the plane it's like a six-hour flight everyone around us like he wasn't screaming and crying but he wanted to crawl all over everything he wanted to play he wanted to run in the aisles everyone around us is just like looking at us like you're the you're that person with the kid you're the person with the kid on the flight and we're like we're so sorry i swear to you the moment the plane put down its flaps and it's and it's landing gear and started slowing down to land passed out in the seat and we like took a picture of him we're like what the hell and everyone around us was like what now we're about to get off the plane now he's asleep (laughs) (laughs) and you're just like i am and i have to like go now and have energy i'm like yeah things you don't plan for you try to plan you're like oh he'll sleep and then you're like nope that's out the window yeah nope, nope, you can't nope, you nope. can't you hope Dude. you hope but you can't you plan. <laughs> yeah you hope you hope oh my gosh so two final questions sure you know i'm wondering just with you said you you, you want to get better at doing some physical stuff as a dad and, and doing some physical activity yeah. to help with self-care and and you're doing the you know found that really the miracle of uh, thc and the benefit of sleep and that's that's you know, that's self-care. That's like taking yeah. care of your mental, you know, holistic health, really. It's like that's mental, emotional, physical, because, you know, sleep affects everything. Yeah. And so, right, like what are some practical things you do as a dad besides those, like the sleep sure. and, you know, hey, I want to surf, but what are some practical things you do just to take care of like little stressors throughout the day? Like how do you cope with that? Like what oh, do you man. do that works that you found that, hey, these work for me, these are helpful and effective, just to kind of give those to other dads out there? Mm, man, I, th- I mean, that's something I, I really struggle with because it's, you know, it's, it's honestly really hard uh to convince myself like what i need to be doing is mm-hmm. when i'm like feel like i'm going insane from what's happening i honestly just need to put on my shoes and walk out the door for like five minutes and go for a walk or something okay. like that like that would help me out a lot but then i always, you know it's always wrestling this guilt of don't walk you know i shouldn't be walking away from a hard situation but then mm. you know the reality is me <laughs> Being in a not great mental state makes the situation harder and it would be better for me Mm -hmm. to take a walk. So I, you know, ideally I should be, you know, stepping out, which doesn't Mm -hmm. sound like the thing dads are supposed to do, which is part of, you know, the moral dilemma there. But like, mm. like I, I give that to my wife. I grab the kids and like, you need, you need to break. Mommy needs a break. And I take them away sort of thing. Like mm-hmm. there's, you know, daddy needs a break. Like I should be, you know, just like, okay, yeah. I got to go. You guys will survive five or 10 minutes while I walk the block and get my head straight. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's what I should be mm. doing. 
<laughs> well, well, it's something you could do, right? Yeah. I don't know if I want to do the shoulds, oh, right? Totally. The shoulds is always a fun could. one. Yeah, it's a better word for it. It's what you could. It's what you could do, right? You don't stop shooting on yourself. Oh, dad joke of the night. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I mean, so what does Ryan do now, though? What is his That's primary like, coping? You need to make a shirt out of that. Stop shooting yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Stop shooting on yourself. Yeah. yeah. It's a good one. Wait, what was the question? I interrupted you so many times. I, I was a bad oh, habit. no, you're fine. But what, do you, what does he do now? Like, what do you do right now? Like, what's a go-to for you? Whether it's healthy or not, I don't care. The, on, the honest answer is I just, yeah. I just grin and bear it and endure it, you know? Okay. I just, I stick it out. And then, you know, my rest time to get my head straight is after the kids go to bed. And th- thankfully, my kids are good at going to bed. They go to bed at the mm-hmm. same time every night very, very easily. Okay. To be able to have like time that you know things will be a certain way is very valuable. Yeah. Uh, but Good. yeah, wait, wait, you know, I, I generally have to put, or I don't have to, I choose to put off anything like that, like personal self-reflection and, and like thinking through, you know, what I'm going through or what happened during the day. Uh, putting that off till the end of the day is just what I do. So when you do do that, what, what recharges you? Like what's one thing you do that recharges mm. Ryan? Uh, this might be surprising, but I'm a bit of an introvert. So honestly, just like being alone, mm-hmm. like I just need to be alone and I sit and like, it's like I can sit and watch a movie or a TV show or something like that. And just kind of like be able to zone out kind of like what's around me and just mm-hmm. be in my thoughts that way okay. is, uh, is how I recharge. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people that, you know, I, I'm, I'm outgoing and I'm social, but that's, that's a draining activity for me. And having kids that are, you know, very, they need a hundred percent hands-on attention all the time is extremely draining for me. So just being quiet and alone is, mm. is a huge part of my mental health. You know, if I don't yeah. get that, it, you know, I, I start to, to suffer a bit. And that's good to know. Hey, you know, it, it's important as an introvert that, right. That's the classic definition is that recharging of alone time and, and yeah. being in your thoughts and having that to then recharge and, um, you sound like an uh, outgoing introvert, right? Yeah. Extra, what do they call them? Extroverted introvert. You can put it on, but then you still really need that. Yeah. You need to really unplug. And, totally. uh, when I was a kid, I was so. a, a capital I introvert, introvert. Like I okay. very shy and all that stuff. Like, you know, being social and yeah. everything came much later in life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Came with a, came with a job, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Came, well, you definitely, you definitely put it on, but yeah, sure. it's. I mean, I, I enjoy, I, I enjoy people. Which is something that people who enjoy people don't don't go around <laughs> saying to people. <laughs> oh yeah, I enjoy people. I en- <laughs> now I sound like some sort of like sociopath. Or <laughs> it's okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna quietly send you an email from some referrals I can give you to some people that I trust that know these things. Yes. This guy is in rough shape. So so to close out, what would Ryan, above all else as a father, what would he want his kids to know? I think the thing most people want for their kids, most parents want for their kids, whether they realize it's this or not, they might, you know, just they think that the goal is something that would lead to this not realizing that really just want your kids to be happy and to know how to be happy. And, you know, like some people think like, Oh, if my kids aren't successful, then they won't be happy. Well, they Mm -hmm. might be successful and not happy, you know, but I think that that worry of like, Oh, my kids won't be happy, you know, Mm -hmm. won't have 
enough comfort in their life that they have time to be happy and to be people who are enjoying their lives. That's all we want. Like all I want is my kids to be able to enjoy their lives and have a good life. So I, knowing how to be happy is a skill, Hmm. you know, it's, it's, well, and let me ask you this to push you a little bit, define what you mean by happy. Mm, I mean, there's so many ways, like, but I think just take all the definitions of happy and just shotgun them out there. And I think that's what all parents want for their kids. You know, like I want my kids to feel self-fulfilled. I want them to feel, uh, you know, that they're safe. I want them to feel Mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, they have opportunity and that, you know, the people in their, in their lives loves them and are taking care of them. And, you know, like everything that can, I want them to eat good food and go fun places. <laughs> everything that, you know, brings joy and comfort and is the opposite mm. of, you know, strife and challenges and misery. Like that's what mm. I want my kids to know how to, I want my kids to know how to have that, mm. whether it be through their professional decisions or personal decisions, like yeah. their, their general outlook on life and the world that they live in. Yeah. Because happiness is such a, it could be anything like it. Yeah. It's such a, yeah, it could be anything. That's why I say define it. You kind of did. It's like safe, you know, to have opportunity, you know, you kind of started to give it shape of that's what Ryan means by, I want my kids to be happy. It's not just because happiness is such a, it's, it's like in the eye of the beholder. It's like, it, it can mean so many things, but for you, it's like safe opportunity, all, you know, all these things it's, you're giving it, texture Mm -hmm. it's it's tangible now because happiness without texture is kind of untangible it's like the more you aim at it the more you miss it it's like well what does it mean to be happy what what would i be doing what my kids be doing and so one final 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 question with that is how what is one way that you are modeling Mm. that to your children now today um i mean the top of the list for that is just my my career choice like Mm. I honestly worry about that a little bit. Like what, what are my kids going to think about working? They watch their dad get toys in the mail every day and <laughs> get to, you know, play fiddle around with the guitar stuff when he's definitely not a professional musician, but somehow he made his career to get to do really fun things like get hmm. to chase a passion and turn it into a job. Mm. And even if I wasn't doing this, I was doing graphic design before that. And that's the same thing, turning a passion yeah. into a job. And I think that is probably uh, my biggest positive influence on our kids and my wife's biggest positive influence on our kids as far as like kind of like crafting their future ideas about, you know, who they can be in the world. You know, there's mm. everything else that we do about teaching them manners and teaching them, you know, all the, you know, all the little other details. But I think seeing two parents that choose to make a living doing, you know, the tasks that they legitimately enjoy and would do as their hobbies, I think mm. that will shape my kids in a really interesting way. Uh, part of me worries that it will spoil them. Maybe they're destined to be blue collar and there's nothing wrong with that, but I don't want them to think that, you know, they failed in life because they didn't, you know, like choose a creative career path or a a career path that is more deeply fulfilling in some sort of way. Like the world needs everyone in every, in in every profession. And I don't want them to, to think that whatever they do as a profession is, lesser Mm. or greater they might think greater they might think oh my parents were just a bunch of artists and i went on Mm. to become a doctor 
that works on lawyers that fly to space, you know, <laughs> yeah. the most important professional in the world, uh, yeah. you know, it could yeah. go either way, but I, you know, that's another layer to it is I want my kids to feel, you know, happy and confident doing whatever they end up doing. Right. Well, and I think I heard in there just loved and what, who they are, right. not what they do. Right. I mean, I heard that totally. And that now was pretty strong in there. Like, Hey, I want to model to them, hey, try to pursue something you care about. Yeah. And regardless of what you choose, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I love you. Yeah, that's good. Like plumbers, I mean, plumbers make great money. If one of my kids wants to be a plumber and, you know, maybe they, maybe it's not emotionally fulfilling. If it is, then maybe they need to talk to a counselor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, you know, I don't want there to be pressure and I don't want there to, yeah. but I also don't want there to be an expectation that like, oh, I'm not going to work if mm-hmm. I can't find something that fulfills me. Like everyone has to work. Yeah. Like it's a practicality of life. Yeah. I don't want them to be like, oh, I have to hold out for, you know, something that's going to fulfill my creative mm-hmm. vision in life when maybe that's not their path. Like I, so I, I'm yeah. hoping to be able to instill the opposite of what most people probably try to instill some sort of like realistic worldview of, you're going to have to work someday and it's not going to be fine because mm. you there, even if you do find your dream job, you, you have to work up to that. Like no one gets their dream job right out of the gate. I mean, sure. Someone mm-hmm. does, but you know, sure. like I, I did plenty of blue yeah. collar minimum wage type stuff to get to the point where I could do the stuff that I love doing. And you're modeling it. Like you said, you're modeling it and that's your hope for them is to, Hey, pursue what you love and mm-hmm. pursue your version of happiness and how you model that in your day to day of passion and, you know, opportunity and you know, all those things you said. And so what a wonderful, a wonderful gift to give to your kids and, and modeling health too, how you take care of yourself mm-hmm. and, you know, like, Hey, prioritizing sleep and all those things. Like those are, you know, what I found kids are sponges. They pick up, they, they pick up the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, and, they, <laughs> and then they, they, they leak all, all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> and then they leak all over the place, yeah. But yeah, we're gonna, Ryan. It's been. I appreciate you being on Therapy for Dads, and and again, you know, people follow Sixty Cycle Hum. It's a great podcast, YouTube channel, everything. And and uh, Ryan, I just wish you the best tonight, and blessings to your family. Thank you. And uh, for some good sleep for you tonight, <laughs> and uh, and I'll we will talk soon, and have to have you on a second time. Of course, right. of course. Yeah, this has been great. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for joining and listening today. Please leave a comment and review the show. Dads are tough, but not tough enough to do this fatherhood thing alone.